Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, by whose hand we are given new birth, by whose speaking we are given new life. remember our baptism. Okay, you can set that up wherever, and we have a guest. Oh, who oh, got a bolt it. Joined to Christ in the waters of baptism, we are welcomed, restored, and supported as citizens of the new creation. Let us give thanks for the gift of baptism. And now we pray. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God of glory, your Son, Jesus Christ, suffered for us and descended to your right hand. Unite us with Christ and each other in suffering and in joy, that all the world may be drawn into your bountiful presence. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. What are you wearing today? A jamma. A jamma? What kind of jamma? A bunny outfit. A bunny outfit? Why do you think you would a, wear a bunny outfit today? A, a, Not too loud. Because I wanted to. Because you wanted to? And why do you think I put your sister in her bunny outfit? Because... I was in mine. Actually, sister got dressed first. <laughs> but can I tell you why? Yeah. I had a reason. Because guess what today is? Church day. It is a church day, but it is the last Sunday of Easter. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. Okay. You just like to talk in the mic. But I did. I put you guys in, and I looked for my Easter socks, but I could not find them because Dad's been washing the laundry, and my socks keep disappearing when he does that. But your jeans match. But my jeans do match. I did wear my pink jeans to be matchy. Yeah, but I put us in Easter outfits to remember that Easter is not a day. It's a season. It is a whole seven weeks long yeah, that whole time we get to celebrate that Jesus rose. Right! Oh, that was too loud. You're not going to be able to use the mic if you're too loud like that. Okay. Yep, because everybody in here can hear that. Yeah. Why we get to celebrate it for that long? Because Jesus was doing great things in that time. Did you, did you see in your bulletin how he was in the clouds? Yeah. That was the story that I read this morning. Yeah. Can we pray? What? Yep. Nope, we're going to pray all together. All right. Dear God, 
Thank you so much for giving us seven whole weeks of Easter to celebrate the gift of your son. Amen. I invite you to rise as you are able. Let us together welcome the gospel. On the night before his crucifixion, Jesus prays to his heavenly Father, asking that those who continue his work in this world will live in unity. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 17th chapter. After Jesus had spoken these words to his disciples, he looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, so that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all people to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have, whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the whole world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now that they know that everything you, gave, you, have, given them, you have given me is from you, for the words that you gave to me, I have given to them, and they have received them and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one, as we are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, you may be seated. So, this is the high priestly prayer that Jesus prays in, in, in the uh, gospel according to John that Jesus prays the night before he is betrayed. It is uh, one of a number of prayers that are modeled for us in John. But with, with John, there is always this emphasis on unity and on the, the lifting up, the way that he will be lifted up to the Father. He will be lifted up in ascension, and he will be lifted up on the cross. And that through that lifting up, those that God gave him will also be lifted up. And it's important to note here that he says, 
when he says in verse, uh, hello, uh, verse 9, I think it's that, it's that 9, I don't have my glasses. Yes, uh, verse 9, I'm asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me because they are yours. Important to note here that this verse has been used over the centuries to be very exclusive. John contrasts the world a lot in, well, throughout the gospel. And for him, the world is, is the world that is against Christ. The world that is fighting the message that he's bringing. While John is telling the story uh, that Jesus, uh, about the words that Jesus says before, the night before he's betrayed, the Gospel of John wasn't written until close to the end of the first century, a good 70 years later, or thereabouts. I mean, it's hard to date these things. But at the time that the Gospel according to John was written, the Christian community was really being besieged by the world, by the Roman Empire. The Jewish temple had been destroyed. First of all, the, the legitimate legal religion of Judaism had already separated itself from Christianity. And then the Jewish temple had been destroyed. And it was a secret religion. It was a dangerous religion. And it was a religion that was defending its very existence. So it's important to recognize both when Jesus is speaking to the disciples on the night before his betrayal, that he's emphasizing this unity. He's emphasizing this unity of him as the Christ with the Father and the unity of those whom God had given him and him and the Father. And so, and I think I've told you this before, uh, there are a number of prayers and passages in John that kind of fold in on themselves, not, um, not in a shrinking way, but in a layering way, because John is trying to express this, this mutuality, this, this living, giving, taking being, one, that's hard to express in words. If the sentence only goes one way, it's, it's static. And one thing that we know about God is that we worship a living God. And we worship this God that is Father in relation to Son, in relation to Spirit, always. And in relation to we who are creatures of God. So the only way that can be described by John is by this, this, this sort of spiraling of the words to help us understand how alive it is. I'm going to pause there for a minute and point out that in the first reading today, which is, this is the beginning of the chapter of Acts, which... Okay, I know some of you know this. Acts is essentially the second book of, of which gospel? Luke, right. So Luke 
ends with this resurrection. And then Acts, Acts over, overlays some of that in the starting of Acts. It's the second book. And it says the apostles came together. And so we're talking about close to the same time. The apostles came together. They asked, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom? And he says, what? It's not for you to know the times or the periods. So we're pairing this. It's not for you to know the times or the periods with the, the Joannine version. Joannine, that's, that's the word for John's version. The Joannine version of nowness. So you don't get to know the time, but also it's now. And it's in the future. And it's united with, he even talks about, I was with you when you created the world, so in the past. And then he goes through this passion, this passage, uh, the writer of Acts Luke says, names each of the apostles, minus, which one? Judas, Judas Iscariot. Remember, there were two of them. Um, Poor other Judas. I wonder if he went by something else after that. But minus Judas Iscariot, because it was before they had elected Matthias as the, the 12th. So he lists all these, and he says, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers, and other women. He is naming the community. Naming the community, not because it's exclusive, but it's important to name the community as a community. Let me go back to John. I'm in you, you are in me, we are one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then he says, protect them in your name so that they may be one as we are one. One, so that they may be one. Now, if you were here a month ago for, for a congregation meeting, you know that we had a very long meeting with a number of votes that were pretty close to half-half on all the votes. Pretty close. I mean, you know, lean a little one way or a little another, but pretty close to half-half. It's important to know that one doesn't mean I agree with you. We don't have to all agree. One, in, when you refer to one family, I pretty much bet one, your family doesn't agree all the time. Even your closest relationship, I bet you don't agree all the time. One doesn't mean we are in agreement. What one means is that we understand ourselves as an essential part of each other. That we care about the needs and values of each other. That what, what, we, what our opinion is, or what we might vote about something, is secondary to the fact that we are united in the baptism of Christ. And that's primary. Oh, thank you very much. Now, we can't be one. Nobody can be one 
without knowing each other. Because that's another thing that Jesus talks about in this prayer. I have glorified you by, by doing what you have sent. I know what that, that you have sent me. I'm saying this on behalf of the others so that they will know that we are united. So that I will know your will, so that they will know your will, so that we will be one in your will. The only way to be one is to know each other. Which is not the same as agreeing. You can't know people without agreeing. That is actually part of what I am hoping will happen with some of the work of the task forces, is that there will be some getting to know each other better. Some, some learning about the way people encounter God. People that you know and love, people that you worship with, people who are baptized in the same Christ, so that you can get to understand them better. And so they can get to understand you better. Because once you know somebody, once you know their story, it's really hard to not care. It's really hard to not have some sense of empathy for whatever the truth of their life is. And that's how we become one. Because the truth of all of our lives is that we are broken, sinful, children who live in a broken world, who pray for forgiveness, who pray for repentance, and who know that everybody else that we worship with is broken too, right? Sometimes we notice that more than ourselves, but one of the things we know is that we are broken children of God, but God loves us anyway. Why? Because God gave them to Jesus. You gave them to me. They are mine because you gave them. That's what Jesus says. They are mine because you gave them to me. Therefore, we are his because we were given to him. We were given to him. Not because we were great. Not because we were the same. But because we were given to him. And we're all being pulled up in unity into that same crucifixion and that same elevation. So I invite you just to hear that word of intimacy that Jesus is praying in this prayer because he's praying about his intimacy with God so that the disciples who were there that are named and the disciples who are living in around 100 who are terrified are, are, are claimed and so that we who hear it 2,000 years later know that we are united by it. You have given them to me. Protect them in 
your name because you have given them to me so that they may be one. I invite you to experience that claim today. That. Let us confess together. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the, and the life of the world to come. Amen. joy of the resurrection, let us pray for the church, the world, and all in need. God of harmony, as you drew your son to your side, you draw us to you and unite us with the planet and one another. Weave your church together in a web of mutual love for the sake of the world. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. As your spirit hovered over the waters of creation, so your spirit hovers over all that you have made. Bless the water that sustains the planet. Grant your wisdom to use it wisely. Hear us, O oh God. You empower your people with the fire of your spirit. Challenge activists and organizers, teachers and politicians and all in leadership to speak a message of peace and justice. Hear us, O oh God. You care for all your children. Show your steadfast love to those suffering isolation. 
especially exiles, refugees, or prisoners. Break the chains of all held fast by systemic oppression of any kind. Comfort all who are afraid, suffering from illness. Hear us, O God, for mercy is great. We give thanks that humankind serves as your body in the world. Stewarding your abundant gifts, guide this congregation's volunteers as they seek your will. We pray for our council and all our leaders. Hear us, O God, for mercy is great. You draw us to you and claim us as yours. Weave your love into the ministry of presiding Bishop Elizabeth Eden, Alaska Synod Bishop Shelley Wickstrom, Bishop Tessa Moon Lyseth of our Sister Synod, the Alaska Southeast Cluster, Pastor Karen Perkins, and Faith Lutheran Delta Johnson. Hear us, O oh God. <coughs> For what else do the people of God pray? God, free us from anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, any sort of religious hate. Help us understand we are all created by you. Protect the people of Ukraine. Protect the people of Sudan. You raise your saints to new life in Christ. We give you thanks for all your saints who have given us glimpses of your redeeming love. Hear us, O God, for mercy mercy is great. Rejoicing in the victory of Christ's resurrection, we lift our prayers and praise to you, almighty and eternal God, through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song. Remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. The mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. The God of all, who raised Jesus from the dead, bless you by the power of the Holy Spirit to live in the new creation. Go in peace, serve the risen one. Thanks be to God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.